This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 15th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Samek, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, Devar. Devar is a Hebrew word that means word and also means thing. Every word or thing contains a yud. The picture of divine sport, to work and be the impossible. Make the sound to look to see what Yahweh will say to us. Now, those of you that are part of the Daily Hebrew Declarations, you will also see the picture that's behind today's declaration. And I'm rather proud of it. My daughter has, uh, just a few months ago, not too terribly long ago, discovered she had the ability to draw and to paint. And she's she really has a very prophetic eye in being able to do this. Although in the beginning, she felt like she couldn't. And uh, she painted this beautiful butterfly that has a duality as a part of it. In the upper part, it's like a lighted tree. And the lower part below the butterfly is, is a darker tree. But again, we're looking at the place of, of a tree and roots in, in this perspective. So it's a beautiful picture, and that's just me being a daddy and being very, very proud of my daughter, Lauren Cook. But today's declaration talks about the Yud, as well as Samak and Resh. And, you know, the reason I brought up my daughter's uh, painting was, again, to her, this place of, of being able to draw was something that she never really could do before. My daughter's 31 years old, and at 30, she or 31, she, deci- she, she decided to try to draw a little bit and discover that she had a talent. So it became a yud for her. It became, it became a beginning for her. And uh, so yud really means just that. It talks about the, the start, the beginning. It's, it's the, the smallest form of every action that we take. Now, I know that that seems crazy, but that's the truth. A yud really is the is the smallest form of every action we take. And what I mean by that is that a yud begins as an idea. A yud begins as a spark. And just like we, as a spark from the heart of Almighty Yahweh, his intent, his mind had had, had been thinking about us for an eternity. I don't know. You know, how do I how do I describe something that, that Yahweh was thinking? I, I I don't know that I can. I'm, I'm really kind of just just grasping at this. So don't limit to this to what I'm saying right now about this. But I do know this, that out of the intent of Yahweh's heart, Yahweh withdrew a yud and he placed it into the center of creation where he had placed, he had created a space to put creation into. And by the, the power of his of his words and the wind of his breath, he spoke that little dot into existence. It vibrated and then it exploded and it formed all that we see in the cosmos today and even the things that we don't see in the cosmos today. So you see, it's it's uh, this is where I'm getting this from. I know that fact. And so just like with my daughter, with the idea or thought, you know, hey, I want to I want to, to try and draw. Let me just see what I can do. And she began to to draw very simple stuff, but it was very profound and very beautiful. And now it's begun to grow. It's begun to, to become much more deeper and much, and just, just, there's a beauty to it in the midst of it. And so, you know, I began to think about this and meditate on this because 
The, uh, the Hebrew word that Michelle brings up today is devar, and it does mean word. Matter of fact, a lot of times in scripture, you're going to hear it being uh, translated as, as word. But you'll also hear it uh, being translated as thing from time, time to time. So you remember that, you know, you may, it may seem like, well, wait a minute, those two words have nothing to do with each other. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yes, they do. Because the truth is, is that, that you remember I've told you guys over the last couple of weeks that the words, excuse me, the intent of our heart forms the matrix that the words of our mouth have the ability to, to grow and develop in. You see, word and thing, the word becomes manifested. If you will, John 1, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word of Almighty Yahweh became the fullness of, of, of Yahweh's word and the fullness of him and dwelt among us in Yeshua. And thank you, Yeshua, for becoming that word. Thank you, Yahweh, for, for coming into the into this earth to show us how much you really love us. And so, you know, when we when we look at this, when we, we look at the word, we look at the thing, all of them contain a yud. All of them began as a yud. Well, I can't do that. I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to take an idea and put it into existence. I don't know how to take something that, that Yahweh has got given me because sometimes I, I see this picture of what I think it may be or what it should be, and I have no ability to be able to bring that and, and, and carry that into the existence. Well, stop for a minute. Just because you saw a particular path, does that mean that that's the path that Yahweh wants to take you down? Not necessarily. He gave you a word. He gave you a, a, a yud, if you will. And, and Yahweh wants to do exceedingly abundantly. And he wants to walk us through this place of maturing and of faith. You know, I was talking to a good friend of mine last night. And while we were talking, I said, you know, there are times when I used to take and put a picture on what I thought Yahweh was, was doing. And when I did, the, I began to walk in that path and began to try to put things together that I thought were going to be the uh, completion of that. And they didn't work out because I had figured out the way that Yahweh was going to do it. No, that was that was an immaturity because I was really trying to do it on my own and then trying out trying to help Yahweh to connect the dots because I, that's the dots that I saw when Yahweh was wanting to do exceedingly abundantly and he wanted to come through a path where I learned. And so there were many times that that I would I almost would. I don't like to say the word fail. Jeremy almost say it just a moment ago. Failure is a construct of the mind that tells me that I have to quit. I don't have to. Ch I, I can choose not to fail because I can choose make not to make the choice to quit. I don't have to quit. I can keep going. And, and even if something seems like it's not working out, that doesn't matter. Yahweh has always provided a way. Matter of fact, Yahweh has always given an answer during everything, every situation that ever comes up, there is always a yud. There is always an answer right smack dab in the middle of it. You know, that's why I, I think I've told you guys this before. I know I spoke about it at the uh, in the uh, uh, School of the Living Letters as well as on the uh, Living Letter Mentor series. But one of the things that, that I know that Yahweh has told me is that that behind every situation, whether it whether I deem it good or bad is irrelevant. But behind every situation is always a treasure. 
it's always, there's always something there. Now it may be a revelation. It may be finances. It may be health. It may be healing. But there's always a treasure behind a revelation or behind a situation. And so I began to realize that no matter whether I deemed it or I felt like in my spirit, a situation was either good or bad, was irrelevant. Because I stopped looking at the situation as a situation and I started looking at it as a treasure hunt because the answer was that treasure that was hidden. So in the midst of every situation, the answer was given the moment that the situation prevented itself. Yahweh has always made a way of escape. Y'all remember the scripture? It's the same thing. I'm saying the same thing. So think about this in that way. This word, this thing, this, this devar brings about this place where the creation can have a place to be able to grow. It's not just a thing. What do you see and how do you see it? Do you take what Yahweh has given you and diminish it and say, oh, but that's nothing. A little bit of a problem because remember the widow's might. She only had just a little bit. And in the eyes of the rest of the people, in the eyes of the Israelites and the eyes of the priesthood, it was, it was a little next to nothing. But yet Yeshua stood right there by the, the offering, right there where they were giving of the alms and the offering. She places in that widow's might and he says she has given far more than any of the rest of them because she has given everything that she has. So you see, it doesn't require a lot of stuff. It doesn't require a specific path where where people are giving or things are happening and setting up just the way that you thought they should be. No, Yahweh is saying, I want you to take what you have in your hand right now, because what you have in your hand right now is a yud. Take it, use it, do something, give it all. Give what I ask you to give of this, or, or if you will, do what you need to do. Look at the parable of the talents. He gave one five, he gave one two, and he gave one one, each according to their ability. They took, he never told them what to do with it, but they took it and they did something with it. You see, this is the divine support of Yahweh to work and to be the impossible, beyond the odds, beyond the ability where anybody else could say, how did you do that? Because in that place, we make the sound to look to see what Yahweh will say and the people will hear his words.